Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California. And yes, we can talk a little bit about that breaking news, the vetoing of SB 57. But we have some other things to talk about today, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. Growing number of California voters say they do not want either Joe Biden or Donald Trump to run for president again in 2024. And Gavin Newsom tops their list of the candidates they would like to see run, even though the governor insists he has no intention of doing that. As we reported on Friday, you may have seen on Twitter, I tweeted out all this polling data. Um, The latest survey from UC Berkeley's Institute of Governmental Studies shows that the vast majority of California voters do not want to see a Trump-Biden rematch. Surprisingly, Democrats were split right down the middle, 46% to 46%, on whether President Biden should seek a second term. And of course, Republicans were overwhelmingly against Biden running again. California Democrats preferred Gavin Newsom or Bernie Sanders, and then further down the list, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, even Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez over Joe Biden. We want to dig a little deeper into what's going on with the California electorate. We're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by political scientist Dr. Anna Sampaio, professor in the Ethnic Studies Department at Santa Clara University. Thank you so much for being with us. It's been far too long since we've had you on. I actually want to pivot for just a second here. You know, Gavin Newsom, there was a lot of talk about how much he would take the politics into consideration as he decided whether to sign or veto this bill. What is your reaction to hearing that... Like his predecessor, Jerry Brown, he's not going to go along with setting up these pilot safe injection sites. Um, well, I appreciate the question. I appreciate being here as well. It's good to, to talk to you, Doug, as well as Brett and Patty. I um, I think it's really indicative of the fact that Governor Newsom is taking his own political career into consideration with each of these measures that are coming out of the California legislature. You know, these are both pressing Democratic issues. They're certainly hot-button issues in the Democratic Party, but he is clearly with a mindset of 2024, the midterm elections for his party, as well as garnering support for his, you know, presidential candidate, which likely is still going to be Biden, and his own political prospects, which I don't think are in the presidency in 2024, but certainly down the road, it looks very clear like he is going to run for president, if not in 2024, certainly in 2028. So I definitely think these are these are issues that he's wanting to still hold the Democratic Party in, but not push too far to break with independent voters or nonpartisan voters. Very good point. Governor Newsom uh, continues to insist that his raising of his uh, national profile has nothing to do with running for president. Do you take his statements at face value? And what do you think is really going on there? I I, I don't know. I think it's a bit of both, right? I don't think he's going to run in 2024. But I do think he's the 
the, you know, for lack of a better term, he's the Democratic hype man right now. You know, Biden is not a, a really attractive candidate for a lot of Democrats, as that poll should suggested. He is, he, he's very lackluster for a lot of Democrats, but um, Newsom, you know, represents sort of the opposite side of the spectrum. He is advancing all the right Democratic issues. He is taking it to the carpet for Democrats with, you know, um, conservative Republicans. He is borrowing all these performative strategies from progressive Democrats, you know, going after um, people on Twitter, on social media. Um, he's effectively waging a presidential campaign against a non-opponent, and he's using all the best strategies. So, of course, he's got a lot of support, and he's very attractive as a candidate, but I don't think that's for 2024. I think he's doing service to the party for 2024 and, and planting seeds for 2028. As Doug referenced in his introduction to you, this poll was of California voters, California voters like Gavin Newsom. What is your sense of his popularity if you're talking about a nationwide run outside of California? Um, I, you know, I, I, I think that's a really good question. It's, you know, I don't know how he's going to play in some of these uh, swing states like Colorado, like uh, New Mexico, even Pennsylvania. But, you know, the fact that he's running ads in places like Florida and Texas indicates to me that he thinks those two states are really in play. And frankly, if he can pull Florida and if he could pull Texas, and Texas we know has been moving purple, if not blue, for some time now, man, that would really move him um, far up the kind of potential candidates for 2028. I'm wondering, you know, if you had to put money on it right now, who do you think is more likely to be his party's presidential nominee in 2024, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Um, I, I, frankly, if I had to put money on it right now, I would say both of them. I, it, you know, all the indicators to me look like we are going in for a repeat of 2020. We are looking at a Biden um, nomination. We're looking at a Trump nomination, albeit certainly the caveat for me with Trump are the pending criminal investigations, right? Because there are charges that would bar him from holding federal office. Um, there's certainly these investigations that are bearing fruit. Um, so, you know, and there don't seem to be any other candidates approaching his popularity among Republicans, either among the Trumpalites or among the anti-Trumpers. So I, I firmly believe Trump is going to be the nominee, barring any kind of potential criminal investigation that would keep him from doing so. And I definitely think Biden is going to be the nominee. And since the raid of his Mar-a-Lago estate, it seems like he's got a boost in fundraising. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, it feeds into his, you know, his his um, his real angst and his, you know, his his sense that he has been wronged. Right, that's a major campaign platform that he's been leaning into for more than four years, and it particularly feeds into the sense of kind of white male injury that he's been really feeding off of for a good deal of time. So, yeah, it's it's a narrative that feeds into that particular story. So that doesn't surprise me too much. All right. Thank you. We're afraid we're out of time. A lot more to dig into here. We'll have to have you back on soon. Political scientist, Dr. Anna Sampaio, Santa Clara University. Thank you for being with us. And again, if you missed the breaking news, uh, the governor just issuing a legislative update just as we were going on the air here that he has vetoed the uh, SB 57, the, the so-called safe site needle injection bill. You know, there was a lot of talk as you know, this seems like something he would 
uh, support, but is he weighing the national politics of it? He doesn't want to be known as the heroin governor as he as he runs around nationally, especially if he ends up running for president down the road. So we'll see if this uh, idea is revived again in the next uh, legislative session. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 